This is influencing the right way. Our goal is to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're out here trying to make people's lives as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we take it as serious as a medical doctor does. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is The Viking with Influencing the Right Way. With me, as always, I have... It's me, Sarah Sloan! The Mario Voice! <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Um, before we get started, let's introduce the podcast. Let's go through the normal go-around. Guys, this is for trainers, for coaches, for fitness influencers. If you're in the fitness space, we want to help you do things the right way. What do we mean by that? There's a lot of people who get into this industry because it's easy, right? You can start off and you can get part-time job. You can do it to make a little extra money, to suit yourself, right? I don't view the fitness industry that way. I view it the same way as I view the medical profession. Uh, we're here to extend people's lives, to make their lives happier, to make them healthier. I want only to help other people live the type of life that they want to have. And that takes a lot of hard work on our parts and viewing ourselves as medical professionals. If you feel that same way, if you think that being in the fitness profession should be taken as serious as someone in the medical profession, share this with somebody. Take the information, share it with a buddy, somebody else in the fitness industry, let them know what you're about. Awesome, let's get going. Yeah, because together we can raise the standard of, of the, the fitness, fitness industry. industry. We really, we, we messed that one up pretty bad, but well, we'll go with it. <laughs> We want to raise the standard of the fitness industry. That's exactly what we want to do. We're at one place. We want to be at a better place. What do we got today? Okay, so today we are learning how to obtain clients through differentiation. Oh, I love this. So first I want to hear what kind of problems would you have if your business, your brand doesn't have any sort of differentiation whatsoever? Yep. So uh, imagine you're a personal trainer, right? And you're like, how do I get started? Where do I go? The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to go to like a big box gym, or maybe you're just going to personal train. You're going to train out of, you know, your house or some small gym or something like that. Now to you in your head, you think like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. And you know, this is how I can help people. But to everyone else, you're just another trainer, right? Mm -hmm. You're not a specialist in anything. You are just a trainer. Yeah. Um, and with that, and this goes for any business, but let's really talk about like fitness professionals, is you are constantly going to feel like you are spinning your wheels. You're working really hard to stay in the same place. You're constantly trying to find new clients. You're constantly trying to keep your clients. You're constantly trying to like, oh, where do I spend my marketing dollars? And what do I post on my social media? And there's going to be a hundred different things that you're going to feel like are just always work and aren't ever really catching on Zoom and fucking taking off. Yeah. This would be like, you don't really have anyone knocking at your door for your training. Yeah. You're constantly just trying to like go and get as many people as possible. There's no one coming to you for it. Yep. Uh, and also imagine being a fitness influencer. You know, you can be pretty and you can give good fitness advice. Uh, but if you're just generically giving fitness advice to all people, they're not going to buy anything from you. They'll listen to some advice. And, you know, if you're good looking, you'll get followers for sure. Yeah. But being good looking isn't going to turn into a business. You've got to have now, if you're good looking and you have a specialty, well, hey. good for you. <laughs> you know, I'm not that guy, but it's uh, if you do have that, you're going to it's going to be really great. But 
you won't have anybody knocking down your door again for your product or service. Yeah, which is always a goal. Yep. Which is why if we were to have a differentiation within our brand, you'd be able to create that moment where clients are coming to you. So the sooner we actually get going on a differentiator, um, the sooner that we actually be able to develop a brand around it. Yeah, and that is. It's going to be if you were to make that change today, you wouldn't see it for six months, mm -hmm. the results from it. But if you, you, you need to start it today, yesterday, the day before, that's how big of a deal it is. Yeah, because it's going to take a little bit. So um, what are some things, like first, what is a differentiator for a brand, trainer, something like that? Yep. Uh, so let's go down this. I actually want to break this into a couple of different things, but let's be real specific. Let's first identify what are people actually buying from you? This is an important distinction. Um, anytime that we get into business, we want to know what people are buying and why. So it's very easy when you first start and like, I'm going to be a fitness influencer. I'm really jacked. And then I'm going to get sponsored by somebody and I'm going to sell their stuff and I'm going to make some money or get paid to promote their product, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to be a personal trainer. Um, or I'm going to sell a supplement. I'm going to start selling a pre-workout or whatever that thing is. Yeah. If you're in the fitness world, this is just how it works, is people are not buying your product because it's that product. So let's say you have a nutrition plan. Let's say you have a personal training program. Let's say you have a pre-workout that you sell. Whatever that thing is, they're not buying the product. They're buying you. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge distinction. Anybody can sell a product or whatever it is or sell these different things. Um, but why are they coming to you? What, yours, and one of the big distinguishing factors in here, this is where we have to practice big fucking humility and understand this from a very global concept. We always think that we're great, mm -hmm. right? We think that we're amazing. I know you've heard this from me. I think I'm amazing. <laughs> Um, no, we, it really is. It's a huge deal at our company to practice humility. It's number one mm -hmm. um, because it allows us to view things in a realistic aspect, like to get a, a global understanding of it. And so what we mean by that is, let's say you're out to be a personal trainer. You're jacked. You're in shape. You know what you're doing. Well, that doesn't mean that you're the best in the world. We always live in a little bubble where then you can see, and I always know trainers or fitness influencers or anything when they first start, because they always say, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best in the world at this. Um, and then if somebody doesn't buy their training, they are like upset or they don't understand why somebody didn't buy their training package or didn't buy their nutrition coaching plan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a friend of mine who uh, does competitive coaching. She does nutrition plans and stuff like that. And when people don't buy, she says, oh, they just, they didn't have the money or uh, it wasn't the right time for them or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always the client's fault. It's always them. Mm -hmm. But it's because we have to have the humility to understand that you are not the best in the world. Your training program, there are 10,000 other training programs. Being the best is how would you even quantify the best? Yeah. What would that mean? Like by what terms? Yeah. Or, you know, even pre-workout, like, uh, or, you know, nutrition plan, whatever that thing is. So what we want to effectively get to is 
differentiating from everyone else. We want the public to be able to view what you're selling and what you're doing and clearly see that it is not the same as everybody else's. Mm -hmm. That is the big distinguishing factor. So then rather competing with other people, you're just competing at yourself because there's no one else even in the market because you're that different than everyone else. Like that's how I view our supplement stores. Like, you know, there's not really any other supplement stores that do it the way we do it. And so I don't really feel like we have too much competition. There's no competition for us. Yeah. Right. So, the other guys do their own thing and we do our thing and our customers buy our thing because yeah. it's made for them. Mm -hmm. and, and we can be the best at doing that different thing. But if we have such a wide perspective of what we're doing, we'll never be able to compete with anyone because there's such a large pool like you talked about. No, we'll never be able to. And, uh, you know, a good example of that is like when I started my business, it was I tried selling smoothies. I tried discount pricing. I tried doing like, you know, find out whatever it is online and beat out that price and do whatever. But if you think about it, like that's what everybody else was doing too. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they want to sell supplements. So they're selling smoothies to get people in the door. And well, you know what? There's people who've been selling smoothies for 20 years longer than me. And they're fucking way better at it than I am. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have some secret code that they don't have. There's also people who know how to cut prices. They know how to fucking do that. And if you're going to be the second cheapest price, you're going to go out of business. Mm -hmm. You're just stuck. Yeah. But if you can find your differentiator, if you can find the thing that makes you different from everyone else, then those people will only come to you forever. I really like your shark analogy for this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we call this blue ocean strategy. This is actually a book. You can actually just get the book if you want. Blue ocean strategy. What this means is take the perspective of sharks swimming in the ocean. And there's a school of fish, it's a huge school of fish. One shark goes biting into those fish. Blood goes everywhere. All the other sharks can smell that blood. They can taste it in the water. Mm -hmm. And so they all whoom, and go right into it. Now they know that there's fish to eat because there's blood. Mm -hmm. They know it's safe to go that route because there's, if one guy got a fish over there, oh, I'm gonna go over there too because Perfect analogy because it's safe, because it's easy, mm -hmm. right? I know that there's something there and I can go after it. But you're also competing with 10 other blood-hungry sharks. Mm -hmm. So you're only getting one-tenth of the pie. That's tough. That's what being a regular trainer is. That's, you know, hey, I'm going to start training and I'm just going to pick up clients. Well, what do you mean clients? I don't know. You know anybody that wants to get in shape? You're a shark in a pool. That's mm -hmm. it. Or fitness influencers just posting for anyone who wants to listen. Here, I'm hot. Here's a picture of my butt, right? Yep. You're, you're going to gain followers, but that's not a business. Followers is not a business. That's not a repeatable sales model. So in this analogy, the shark that goes away from where it's red, where it's stained blood red and goes into the blue ocean, mm -hmm. the unknown, over there, there's a ton of pools of fish ready to be eaten. You guys got to go find them. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's scarier. There's nothing else out over there. And you got to learn how to get it done yourself. But if you do it, there's way more to eat. So um, let's actually break that down a little bit more concisely for an actual trainer. Mm -hmm. Let's give a really specific example. Um, I, I know a little bit about, right? Uh, powerlifting and stuff like that. So let's use this example because I might not fuck up the words then. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you want to, you're like, I'm good at squat, deadlift, and bench, right? And so that's what I'm doing. Uh, and the name of my training is 
you know, James Fitness, Viking Fitness, whatever. Um, it doesn't distinguish what I do really, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's some cool name like Fitness Awesome Pro something, right? Yeah. And uh, you're training around other trainers who all do kind of vaguely the same thing, right? Um, now, because you know each individual trainer, you can see the differences between all of them. But remember, take the aspect of a person walking down the street in front of that gym and there's five different trainers. Do they, does what they're doing and their clients look so different that they could immediately, within first glance, know what each single trainer was about? Mm -hmm. By the clients that they had? By the clients they had, the way the they looked. The workouts were doing. Workouts, all those things. Yeah. You know, this guy, it's jamesfitnessawesomeness.com. I'm just training and uh, I've taken, you know, a 20-year-old girl who wants to build her butt. I've got a 50-year-old guy who's just getting back into the gym. I've got a mom of two who, like, needs to lose some body fat. I'm just all over the place. But they all came to me, so I'm just taking clients. Yeah. It sounds good because I'm You've got clients. people, yeah. I've got people. But then when the girl who wants to build a butt, like tells her friend, like, hey, you should come here and build your butt with me and comes in. And I'm also training this like older guy. And, you know, the, the mom's there who's just like a little overweight. She, they don't. It's like, well, this isn't what I'm looking for. This isn't what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right. My results pictures that I show are just a widespread of different people. No one's looking at me for their particular thing. Get inside of your head right now and think about a problem you've had when you wanted to build muscle, right? There was a time in your life where you wanted to build a ton of muscle. You didn't get on Instagram and just like find somebody who was like doing weight loss challenges or, you know, just kind of randomly like posting workout videos. All of those things may have been great content. They may have been perfect content that could have really helped you, but it didn't speak to you. Mm -hmm. It didn't grab you and your problem. So... Now let's take the flip side. The same guy who's into strength training, I don't know, whatever. Now he says, name of my business is periodization power. I only train 50-year-old men uh, who, you know, used to be high school athletes. They're not anymore. And they want to get back to that strong, you know, athletic feeling that they had when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And I only train this type. We only train at these times. This is the look and feel of my branding. You know, it's a little rugged. No girl would ever want to look at what that was. Yeah. It's all about how many customers, how many clients can you cut out and say no to? I don't want the younger crowd. I don't want the women. I don't want the weight loss people. I don't want, you know, the healthy vegan people. I don't want any of them. Mm -hmm. I don't want the cardio people. I want the older male who wants to lift heavy weights. Yeah. That's the blue ocean. That's the blue ocean right there. Because there is so many older men who want to lose weight, who used to be an athlete in high school, and there's such a wide pool, but if you're not speaking directly to them, they're never going to find you. They'll never hear you. Yeah. So uh, also, if you're training those guys, guess who 50-year-old men who want to get stronger hang out with? 50-year-old men who want to get stronger. <laughs> oh, it seems like it's fucking crazy. Like, you know, if you looked at my guy friends, they're like... They look like you. They're like dudes with beards who are into rock music. Like, I, it, It's just what we do naturally. Yeah. Right? Um, you probably hang out with a bunch of girls that used to dance. Or, you know what I mean? Like, do yoga, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it is what it is because that's what we do and those are the people we find and those are the people we hang out with. Yeah. So now, when 
this guy who got good results from you in your training, he's going to go tell his one of, one of his buddies, like, dude, you got to check out periodization power. And then he comes in, and it's all other guys that look like him. The he's vibe like, this is, is right. This is a place where I get results. There's 1980s Metallica playing. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Everybody's screaming and going crazy. He's like, this is home. And I'll pay. And that guy is now, he's not even going to argue for about price. Mm -hmm. You're going to say $500 a month. And he's going to go, that's it? As before, when you were just training anybody, you would say $200 a month. And they were like, oh, I don't know. Can you do me any better than that? Yeah. Because you didn't speak to them. I'll pay for There's no value behind what you're doing to them. There's none. If you're speaking directly to me, you know, like, uh, again, motorcycles, right? There is a great Honda 2000 that's sitting in somebody's garage I could buy for $500 and that rides great. I would never buy that. But there is a 19... 38 XA Harley Davidson that I would pay $150,000 for. Still just a piece of metal with some rubber or tires. That's all it is. Yeah. But the difference between them is orders of magnitude what I would pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Very cool. Very cool. So if someone started putting in some sort of differentiator in their business, their brand, what kind of results would you expect them to see? Well, if you start it, like let's say right now you start and you're like, you know what, I'm going to be periodization power. Or no, no, no. I'm going to be the endurance trainer, right? I've been doing weightlifting and cardio stuff for people. But now what I want to train is I want to train endurance athletes, triathlon, marathon runners, right? Well, at first you're going to lose money because mm -hmm. you got to get rid of all of the people that are not that. I'm sorry. I can't train you guys. I got a great friend down at Blank Blank Gym, uh, they're going to bring you on at a great price. This just isn't my specialty. They specialize in what you're looking for. You'll get better results because exactly. I'm focusing on this thing right here. You, you got to give everything up and you got to keep the one or two endurance athletes that you have. You got to put all your time and energy into them. You got to make set them see crazy results. They've got to go market for you. So you're going to lose money for four to six months. Mm -hmm. But then at about that half a year mark, after six months, it finally starts turning because all of your posts are about endurance. How, how do I sleep on endurance? You know what? Is sleeping for recovery for endurance different than weightlifting? No, but the person researching it isn't asking, how do I sleep better after my workout? They're writing how they're typing into Google. How do I sleep better after my marathon? Mm -hmm. They're being specific. Now they're going to find your blog. Now they're going to find your Instagram post. Now they're going to see what you're doing. Yeah. Then that's going to start trickling in. Then you're going to find you don't have to do any marketing. You don't have to pitch people. You can triple your prices. All of those things because you were willing to go into that blue ocean. Yeah, and I have proof this works because when you think of Brett Contreras, what do you think of? Butts, butts, butts. And do you know how many people are knocking at his door to get a booty building program from him? Absolutely. So many people. Because he specialized in one single thing. That's it. There's no difference in building your butt muscle and your back muscle, right? It's just a muscle, same process. Yeah. But because he specialized in one thing, people that wanted that, they're willing to pay him whatever it takes because he's the guy to go to. Because they know him for, yeah, exactly. Differentiated for it. Beautiful. All right. Okay. That is the podcast, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, this is what we want to do. If you found some value in this, I really would appreciate it. If you could send this to one other person that you think could also genuinely benefit from it, right? So somebody else who actually is 
a personal trainer, a fitness coach, or is a fitness influencer. Mm -hmm. If you know them, if you don't know them, um, send it to them and tell them like, hey, there's genuinely some good tidbits of information. And even if you got one out of it, we would be able to raise the standard of the fitness industry. Yeah, baby. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>